And we are back, back for another edition of Inside Career Technical Education. I'm Ann Baldwin, joined by Jim Beloga, President and CEO of both Porter and Chester Institute and YTI Career Institute. And, you know, we're going to focus a little bit uh, on this conversation today based on an article uh, that recently came out by uh, Mark Penzauskas from the Connecticut Mirror. And here in Connecticut, Jim, it's really amazing, and this is really the conversation starter for this podcast, is that Connecticut's official unemployment rate calculated by the federal government jumped by more than two percentage points to 8.2 in November of this year. Now, this article, like I said, just came out on Friday, December 18th, and, um, you know, a lot of that, they're pointing towards COVID, but then we're also hearing, and especially in the career that you're in as president and CEO of both of these institutions, um, we're hearing a lot about essential employers. So while this is really bad news and people read this headline and who knows what their reaction is, we know what their reaction should be. And I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think, uh, you know, my, one of my views has always been to take a look at, um, you know, a situation and when it may appear to be, you know, negative. I mean, there's always, uh, you know, slivers of, you know, silver lining in there and, and look at it from an opportunity point of view. And, you know, and I would just simply say that, um, you know, we continue to uh, work with employers throughout um, all of the states that we, we um, operate our institutions in. And uh, they're still, believe it or not, uh, hiring for uh, healthcare workers, skilled trade workers, folks in the transportation industry, um, and um, and so and so again, I, I would I would just simply say that this is an opportunity for for folks out there. If you've you know recently become unemployed, there are um, uh, there are opportunities uh, in in other fields that uh, they're still hiring, and they're and they're quite frankly before COVID, uh, they, they, there weren't, there weren't enough workers, uh, in those specific areas. So, you know, I would, I would encourage folks, um, to go and check out our, you know, our website, whether it's, uh, porterchester.edu or yti.edu and, and see if any of those educational programs, uh, you know, make sense or they have some interest in. Right. And you know, my, I was always brought up the time to look for a job is while you still have one. And that's the other beauty about the flexibility of the, um, the, the skilled trade programs or the nursing programs that you have is, um, a lot of people now are working from home and with the versatility of these, um, didactic, some of it's online. And then there's some, you know, they're different labs can either be during the day or at night. So there's that flexibility perhaps while you can keep earning that living and yet, in depending on the length of the program and that amount of time, you can graduate and you can go right to work in the skilled trades. So it just makes sense. And I talk to a lot of people who they they may still have their job, but they're working from home. They're not going into an office or they're not going into a work environment. And that's not for everybody either. So this is an option for people to still get out there. High demand people. I just had a guy put in a gas line at my house and he can't keep up. He's, he's booked, you know, said he can't find enough good help. And these are good paying jobs. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and we featured, I mean, I, I would, I would encourage our listeners to go back and we've have featured, uh, 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 students and graduates and, and, um, and some of our uh, faculty and, and even some employers who've talked about, um, the simple fact that they 
there is still demand out there for um, essential workers. And so whether that is somebody who has interest in, to your point, uh, practical nursing or medical or dental assisting um, or medical billing and coding um, on the healthcare side, um, you know, in skilled trades, I mean, um, electricians, plumbers, HVAC technicians, um, electronics, uh, systems techs. I mean, there are still opportunities out there for folks and, um, you know, automotive, automotive as well. I mm-hmm. mean, we, you know, we, we've been talking to a number of automotive firms lately and, uh, they're, they're worried about the aging uh, demographics of, of the workforce and how do they replace, um, those folks who are aging out. And then, it, and then to the extent that they have any growth, I mean, that either, you know, that further complicates, um, their situation because they've got to be able to find, um, good quality, uh, qualified folks who can help uh, them grow their businesses. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting time, obviously, you know, we've talked a lot on our podcast, pre COVID post COVID. And, um, you know, and I would just simply say that, uh, uh, many of the educational programs that we offer, um, at, at both of our institutions, uh, fall right into the, uh, the wheelhouse of being essential, uh, for the, uh, state economy, state and local economies that, uh, we operate in. Right. And we've talked to folks, as you mentioned on this podcast, and if you want to go and find those episodes, we would encourage you to do so. We just had someone on from Hartford healthcare. Um, one of the women who hires a lot of your students for externships, and then they roll right into full-time employment. We've talked to folks from various car dealerships that love your auto technicians, um, because, you know, not only are they learning the hands-on skills, but they're also learning the soft skills. So they learn respect, they learn punctuality, they they learn eye contact and customer relations and all those other skills. It's not just learning a trade, it's, you know, how do you interact in that environment? You've got a lot of folks coming back from military who can get credits towards some of these programs sure. as well. So it's just a great opportunity. And I, I love talking to some of the adult learners because I've, I've mentioned a couple of them have said to me, you know, it's my time now, you know, my kids are doing well, they got to do what they got to do, but so does mom or so does dad. So it's just a wide array uh, of folks that come to your program for different reasons, but the outcome is usually employment and and good employment at that. No, absolutely. I mean, I mean, our whole focus is uh, working, you know, with um, employers in in the local communities, uh, developing our curriculum, developing our industry modeled labs, and um, and then from there, um, uh, educating and, and, and training, uh, you know, the students uh, so that, you know, they, they achieve both the technical and professional skills, as you mentioned, um, that are essential, you know, as they move into an, an entry-level position. And, um, you know, and I would say that our students, um, you know, could be a recent high school graduate to uh, a military veteran coming back uh, from deployment, now moving into civilian life. Um, to you know, to a 45-year-old individual who um, may have just lost their job, or 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 has you know a, a, um, some unemployment benefits, or you know some severance, and they've got a little bit of time uh, to uh, you know to to think about you know what would I like to do um, you know for my next act, if mm-hmm. you will. And we have several of those um, you know adult um, adult students who who will come to us um, after being uh, through you know a, a transition, which is a stressful. Um, you know, point in, in, in any person's life. And, um, you know, they come to us and, and get themselves assimilated. And, you know, before you know it, um, the programs are short in, in, in length. I mean, generally, you know, 12 months. 
um, in length. And some programs are a little bit longer, but uh, you know, relatively short period of time to to learn to learn a new you know a new skill, if you will, and uh, a lifetime skill, and and at a good at a good pay rate. I mean, these folks are are doing well, and they're they're busy. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about too is that you've really had to transition to bo- at both YTI Career Institute and Porter and Chester, and you've done that really, really well um, with your didactic learning because a lot of these skills and the nursing programs are hands-on. You can't distance yourself from that. So how have you made this happen during COVID and how will you continue to operate so that people are safe? Yeah, I mean, it, it, just to remind our listeners, I mean, obviously uh, uh, pre-COVID, Everything was uh, 100% residential, meaning on ground. So you would you would go to your your classroom and you would sit in a lecture in the classroom, and then you would you would go into the industry modeled lab and, and do your your work uh, and and get educated in that environment. And then in some cases, you know, folks would go out to clinicals or externship sites uh, and do uh, some additional real world um, learning out out in those sites. And uh, post COVID, uh, we've moved um, all the lecture online, so we've we've created a tremendous amount of flexibility we believe you know for that student to um to 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 participate in the in the quote classroom learning um really in the comfort of their home and then and then they're coming back onto our campuses uh for their uh industry modeled hands-on learning and um and for those folks who who go out to clinical sites or or externship sites i mean they're obviously doing that to the extent that we can do that um in this post-covid uh environment and um so so you know, as we move forward, I mean, we believe this 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 sort of delivery model of blended or hybrid uh, that folks uh, refer to it is is really going to be the you know the wave of the future for us, and so that students will have the flexibility to uh, learn, if you will, the theory, um, but then we'll also come you know back onto our campuses and or clinical sites uh, to practically apply that that mm-hmm. theory. Um, in in industry modeled environments um, that that we're um, you know we're providing and working with the students uh, on. The other thing is there's also opportunities for folks who may have worked in these various industries and now want to give back. That now want to share their hands-on experience with these budding students and getting into the classroom and teaching. We just talked to somebody from the YTI Criminal Justice Program, and boy, the extensive backgrounds of some of these instructors, everything's from corrections to law enforcement to private investigating to, I mean, the list just went, and this is for one individual. Um, I've talked to a number of folks in, in a lot of your programs, and I say to them, why you're so knowledgeable? Why don't you, you know, go out and, you know, do emergency calls and make a lot of money because they want to give back and they really enjoy um, passing along their trade and their skills uh, to these students. And they really do mean it. But there's also a need for those folks too, as well as, you know, whether you're a nurse out there maybe you're tired of traveling, maybe there's certain things where you just want to slow down a little bit and share your knowledge and expertise with these students. There's openings in all of your programs for the most part for instructors. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I think again, I mean, uh, our instructors or faculty members, um, we're, we're always looking, um, uh, to reach out into the community and, and, you know, make, uh, make those opportunities, um, you know, make folks aware of those opportunities. Yeah. And I, I would just, you know, I think it's a gift, um, to be able to teach and to educate. And, um, you know, it's, uh, to me, it's, uh, you know, it's, a uh, one of the, I think one of the nicest forms of flattery is to, to be able to go back in and into a classroom and, and have a group of students who are, um, 
who are who are sitting there, uh, whether it's a you know virtual classroom or physical classroom or virtual lab or or physical lab. But but you know I think your ability to give back and share and impart your knowledge um, is really a, you know a very intrinsically rewarding experience. You know not you know for for individuals. I mean I think that. Um, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of our faculty talk about some of the reviews they get from students and, you know, they, the, the kind words that they share and the relationships that they have. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous, you know, many of the times because it's, you know, the, the level of, um, of intimate, rich relationships that, that are built and, and, and students truly appreciating the knowledge transfer and, 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 and the uh, real life experiences that, you know, folks have been able to impart, you know, and again, I mean, this gets back to that, um, what I'll call sort of that overall hands-on learning environment where, um, you know, we, we take great pride in, um, you know, that delivery method and, um, you know, and I think, and I think students, um, truly appreciate it. So, you know, depending, you know, and it really doesn't, you know, depend on what kind of learner you are. I mean, I think, you know, everybody, um, when you can sort of use, you know, all of your senses to learn, it really, I think, um, results in, in someone having a, a, a much more holistic, um, level of active understanding and active learning. And, um, you know, I think it, it allows, um, our students to, uh, really, um, understand the material in a, in a deeper, richer way. Yeah. And you know, and these are industry model labs. You walk into an automotive technology program, there's the computer technology, there are the lists. I mean, it's, it's like something you'd see if you take your car in to get service. Um, it really is amazing. And I love, you know, when I was in the plumbing program recently in Hamden, um, the instructor said to me, don't just look up, look down. I, they've got the two by fours. They've got the plumbing going underneath um, yeah. what looks like a, a platform, a model home, sinks, toilets, refrigeration systems. They had an ice cream machine. I mean, they've got it all. Same with electrical. So getting that industry model lab hands-on experience too, you can tell that's a, people just see it. And they're like, I'm in. So if you're interested, um, whether you want to be one of the instructors in one of these programs, we encourage you to go to the website, depending on where you are, yti.edu or porterchester.edu. There's lots of information on all the programs. Um, if you want to fill out an application for either employment or you want to fill out one and look into um, these wonderful programs, that's where you can find all the information. Jim Beloga, president and CEO of both YTI Career Institute in Porter and Chester. Thank you so much for being here again. This was a great conversation and we hope that you enjoyed it as well. And we want to thank you for tuning into this edition of Inside Career Technical Education. <music>